ache for home lives in all of us, the safe place where we can go as we are and not be questioned. Maya Angelou. The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 1, Seed. What's up, everyone? My name is Zachary Ballard, and thank you for coming back to Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. And with me today is Keely Conrad. What's up, Keely? What's up? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Like what? Like, like just, just like, what, what do you do, you know? Uh, dude, I don't know. I'm, like, going to be the senior in the BFA in the fall yeah. if I don't drop out. Yeah, true. Uh, just kidding. I'm not going to drop out. Um, I'm uh, going to play Pearl in SpongeBob. SpongeBob so. the musical, The musical, baby. baby. Hell yeah. Not getting paid for it. You're not getting paid for it? No. No, it's, I thought you were. Nope, it's literally just community theater, bro. But I am getting, I am getting a internship credit, which is all that matters. That's good, but you're not getting paid for it. No, nope. I thought, I thought this particular theater that you were working at was like legit. Oh no, like they definitely could <laughs> afford to pay their actors. They just uh -huh. don't. I don't even cool. know why. Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna send this to them so that you get kicked out of the show. <laughs> Dude, I'm already <laughs> on thin ice. All right, you're on thin ice. No, probably not. Oh, okay. All right, so Keely, uh, so what is your involvement with The Walking Dead? Have you seen it before? Do you like the episode you watched? Um, if I'm being honest, um, the only thing I've seen of The Walking Dead is season three, episode one, and a yeah. bunch of recaps of the other seasons. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Uh, one thing to know about Keely is that she just watches recaps before she watches the entire thing, because... I don't like surprises. She doesn't like surprises. I like to know what's going to happen. Which I think is wild. <laughs> it's insane. It gives me anxiety not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> especially stuff That's like, the point, Especially stuff like. Like, like Walking Dead or like scary stuff or intense stuff. I like to know what's going to happen. So I like to know the end. But it's like the point. That's like why we watch scary stuff and intense stuff because we we like the anticipation. Well, I still right? think it gives me anticipation. I just feel like it's like less like actual anxiety if I know who's gonna die. <laughs> so I can like emotionally prepare for their death. Mm -hmm. So do you like do you like zombies? <sighs> yeah, I do like zombie stuff. I like for like like I like zombie stuff. I like stories. But for all of that, I really haven't seen that many like zombie movies or zombie shows like literally mm -hmm. at all. Okay. Like I think the only movie I saw that I liked is World War Z, and that movie's like. It's, like, solidly good. It's not great. It's solidly good. It's, like, a good scare. I like it. I like World War Z. I have an episode on it. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I like it. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it's spooky. I can still watch it again and get scared, which is, like, a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I really haven't seen any other, like, zombie movies that I was like, yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. Like, I did, I did even watching episode one, I was, or season three, episode one, I was like, dang, yeah, I should probably get into The Walking Dead, because I like it a lot. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Did, so did you like the, you like the episode, right? Yeah, I thought it was good. Well, especially, like, w watching, like, the first episode of the season mm -hmm. I was like damn I really need to get into this because like now I want to know what happens because mm -hmm. like it left I mean it left off on like I'm trying to remember like where it left off but it was pretty intense it was like um, oh it was they they, just they, found the, the prisoners. prisoners the prisoners yeah. were like holy <sighs> shit and then like and that was the end and I was like oh man and they like and they just cut off Herschel's, Herschel's leg, leg. yeah mm -hmm. Dude, that was crazy yeah I feel like okay like when he cut off his leg like number one I think it was like good of him for uh, you know good of Rick to like make that super fast like reaction it was like hey we're oh, gonna yeah. cut off your leg to save you which is like good i was actually like i was actually talking to jacob about this earlier it's like good because they need the numbers they need the people mm -hmm. but also and you know and he had you know has to make that like quick split second decision to save herschel if they're gonna you know do it at all but also on the other hand like i was kind of like dude i don't know like especially like rick being like this is you know this isn't like i'm in charge it's not a democracy or whatever he says you know did you watch the did you watch the previous episode yeah. okay yeah 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 cool. um and so even like with that i was like i don't know if i would like i don't know if i could trust like, somebody getting bit at all, because, like, on the off chance he, like, ends up turning, mm -hmm. he could, like, wipe out everybody, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, 
but also on the other hand too, like he's he's like what a vet, right? He's like a no, he's a cop. He was an ex. He's an ex cop. Rick was, mm -hmm. but what like Herschel was? Herschel was like a doctor, or he... like vet or something, right? Yeah, he was. Like a scientist. A, oh, I thought you meant like a like a veteran. No, no, he was no, no, a, no. He's a <laughs> like veterinarian. A veterinarian, yeah. not a veteran. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, because like so like I mean they probably need his like medical expertise though, right? Cause, yeah, like, for sure. Because, uh, what's his face? Carl got shot mm -hmm. and in he... season two, and he helped save him. Mm -hmm. So they obviously probably need him, but I still was like, dude, I don't know if I'd risk it. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like I would, just because, like, um, I... Because I, 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 th I think what he's going through, like, in his head is, um, because everyone's infected, right? If right. they die, you turn, right? It doesn't right. matter if you get, if you die with a bite or anything. And so what he's thinking is, like, okay, so the fever kills you from the bite, and so he's gonna turn anyway if he dies. So I'll just try this. Right. And I, I mean, I mean, I think it was just sort of like, let me try this so that I can um, potentially save him. And if right. it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And I mean, you can't like if someone's sick with the bite and they're gonna die, like you can just like contain them, you know, like right. quarantine them. I mean, they have jail cells, so they could just that's have true. Them sleep in a jail cell. That's true. So they do have like a good. They're in a good position to, I guess, keep him alive. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, and like one thing, like. Does the infection spread or come on like slower than it does, like say in like World War Z? Because in like, World War Z, when they when Brad Pitt's character had to cut off the hand of that soldier, mm -hmm. like they knew pretty instantaneously whether or not she was going to turn. Is that like do they do they turn a lot slower in The Walking Dead? So they they die a lot slower in The Walking Dead. Okay. It, it usually when you get bit, it usually takes like six hours to two days to like die from the bite. Okay, so you have time. So you have time. Right. As well as like um, I I'm not sure how long it takes to turn. When you die, it takes like thirty seconds to a minute to turn. When you die, when you die, okay. um, but like if you're bit and you're dying, it takes it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dude, that blows. Yeah. So it, it just depends on. I guess it just depends on the bite, because like World War Z happens yeah. instantaneously. You know. Yeah, because you and know pretty quickly. Twenty eight days later, it's like instant. It's you instant. Know, you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, I watched. I know I watched Twenty Eight Days Later. I honestly could not tell you anything about it. Like I don't know if I fell asleep or like what but i genuinely could not tell you anything about that movie just that really? i wasn't a big fan of it i want to try it again it's, though because i like i like zombie movies mm -hmm. but it's a hard one to get through like there there's some there's some heavy stuff in it yeah maybe and, and it's also british you know yeah those brits <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so what do you think was like the underlying theme of the episode um oh dang i didn't prepare a thesis statement um Oh my gosh, I have I your know. master's degree ready right here in I'm not zombie gonna, media. In zombie media, I'm not going to get it. If you give me your thesis statement right now, <laughs> you will get. <laughs> Dude, I already have my associate's degree. I don't. I don't need a. I don't need a master's. I could. I could get some jobs. I just got a BFA, so you know. So you have one up on me. I have I'm a like big fat ass. <laughs> All I have is an ass. <laughs> <laughs> an associate. An associate. Um, Oh man, I don't know, because like I feel like a big theme of like that whole that whole um, like episode is like I mean sticking together and like they're also trying to find like somewhere safe. So I don't mm -hmm. know, like as far as like like the to sum up the episode like morally, I don't know, like what would you say? Because I'm I, I I mean I would say like that for for so many months they've been just like traveling and trying to survive. Right. And um and I think I think I strung these like three sentences together on what the episode meant. I think it meant work leads to survival, survival leads to safety, safety leads to art. Because they're, like, trying to, like, find a place to live. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, they just are exhausted because they keep, like, working and working and working and trying to, like, survive. Yeah. And then once, the minute that they're safe behind those fences, like, then, like, they start, like, singing campfire songs and, like, telling stories. Yeah, and okay. And I, I thought that was, like, interesting because 
and and then Rick comes over and ruins the mood because he's like, right, cause we he's got grumpy. we got to keep we got to keep moving gotta, forward. Yeah. And yeah. I I actually was gonna bring that up because so I the song that Beth sings mm-hmm. that's her name Beth mm-hmm. um, Parting Glass is actually like a song that I've like known ever since I was a kid. Oh really? Um, yeah, like it's I don't even remember like where I first heard it, but mm-hmm. um, it's been one of my favorite songs since I was a kid. Like as far as um, those kind of old. I don't even know the, the kind of folk songs go mm-hmm. um, because of like the meaning and it's like so interesting that like because that song is so full of like hope and accepting like the future and whatever yeah. happens number one that makes me like worried that like that's not gonna make it <laughs> or somebody like I feel like that's foreshadowing most of those people aren't gonna make it damn <laughs> that's disappointing like I've seen most of those people die damn because I like them I like even watching one you know or two full episodes I, I was like yeah man I like them like I, mm-hmm. I think like Glenn and Maggie are so cute and like but anyway no okay so the parting glass like I mean, that song, again, is, like, embracing death and embracing, like, seeing people again and stuff like that, which is, like, also kind of, like, a really creepy foreshadow when you think about the fact that, like, zombies, like, when you die, you become a zombie, so you meet Mm. again, but you're, like, not the same, you know? Mm. Like, That is interesting. So, like, but I do think that that was interesting that it was, like, this, like, wholesome moment where you, you know, they got, they got to not only survive but enjoy life for a minute. Yeah. Before Rick comes and, you know, rains on their parade. Yeah. And I mean, like, I... I'm trying to think of the last time they actually like enjoyed life. I mean, they've ha- they've I mean, each Lori had like. Lori and Shane enjoyed life quite a bit. Mm. <laughs> <for> a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, they had they each had like individual moments right. where they like enjoyed life, like Maggie and Glenn. Right. You know, them starting to date and bang, um, and then uh, and they they would have like different dinners together, but yeah. it was very short lived. And I feel like these moments um, where they like actually enjoy life are like very very short lived. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was interesting that, like, the minute that they were completely safe, like, that's when they started to, um, enjoy, enjoy themselves and enjoy yeah. being around each other. Because before that, it was all, like, work and survival. Right. Well, know? I feel like, I mean, I feel like that's, like, a really good, like, reflection or, like, um, seeing, like, the pyramid of needs or whatever put mm-hmm. into effect. Because, like, yeah, again, like, I don't know, I think hu- humans are meant to not only survive but enjoy life. And so, mm-hmm. like, you literally saw that, like, it's, like you were saying, like, immediately after they were safe, they started mm-hmm. to, like, actually get to enjoy, considering the circumstances, like, where they were in life. You know, like, Glenn and Maggie, I think, like, had this, like, cute little moment um, covered in gut- guts and, like, blood and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um which really probably means they really like each other because there's like, no way I would just like touch a casual <laughs> like hookup. You just have to find you know like someone that you really like, and then you'll and be then able no to... matter what they're covered in, you'll still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you have to edit that part out. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, no, but I thought. Well, also the other thing that I thought was like interesting. I mean, one thing that I thought was. I just, like, kept thinking when I was watching the whole episode mm-hmm. was like, there's so many times where I think I would have like just like been like i'm out like i would have tapped out like gun to the head like i don't think like i see like a huge horde of zombies i don't think my first instinct i don't have like i don't have a strong enough will to live where i'd be like yeah let's let's try and <laughs> stab all of them is, in, is terrifying no it I literally do it. it literally i think i would probably have a heart attack and pass away i like, could do the field because yeah. the field it's like open, you have open space and you have space to like move around and run and like dodge right. but like that hallway seeing those i would I'd nope. be like i'm out i'd be like i'm out like i genuinely <laughs> i genuinely believe that a third of the people who died during that apocalypse probably just pooped their pants and died of fright like mm-hmm. i genuinely don't know what i would do my will to live is not strong enough i feel like i'd just be like well see you guys later yeah. like out yeah I, I i think like it just depends on like the circumstances you're in because and the zombies for sure on like what people's will to live because i mean that hallway scene is terrifying literally and i would well I literally well and like I, it also was cool again to see how fast acting like it, like it's 
proven, even without me actually seeing the other two seasons, like, it immediately was proven to me, like, why Rick is in charge because of, like, how fast he's able to think on his feet, even mm -hmm. when, like, again, they're, like, trapped in this, like, bad situation with a bunch of, like, zombies heading at them, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, how fast he was to, like, be like, okay, we're gonna cut this leg, we're gonna save you. Um, like, it was really immediately clear to me, like, okay, this is why he's in charge, is yep. because... A lot of those people, like, I don't, I haven't seen them in action a bunch, but I, I can't imagine that they'd be able to make those, like, decisions on their feet as fast. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely is, like, a really huge decision maker. And I think, I think that sort of tells, like, why, why he's not allowing himself to be comfortable. Yeah. And to, like, enjoy himself with them because, um, and, like, he refuses to eat, too, because his wife is pregnant, you know, yeah. and he's like, you need more food. Yeah. And, like, that, that's... And I, I think it's kind of interesting that leaders sort of have to sacrifice, um... Like, their needs? Mm -hmm. like they, the they have needs to, they have to sacrifice, like, what they want right. in order to, like, be a leader, you know? And, like, yeah. um, I read this story the other day, and it was insane. So, this manager was texting, was emailing um, their whole, like, crew, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because three of them put in their two-week notices on the same day. Uh-huh. And, and this manager was, like, she she made all these, like horrific demands from them she basically said that like now they have to give like three month notices Whoa. and she'll only pay you she'll only pay you uh six dollars an hour uh because they need to stay to train the people that are replacing them and oh it was like insane God. stuff and but she like guilted them she was like uh because of this i won't be able to see my children's band recital and i'm like when you decide to be a leader you have yeah. to sacrifice things in order to be a leader right you like know? that is that is literally part of the job description mm -hmm of being in charge is mm -hmm. that like you're going to have to pick up the slack yeah like you are going to have to fill in the gaps when no one else can because that's not their job that's mm -hmm. not their job their job is to like you know they get hired in a position and they do their job and they do and their they job and they don't owe you anything when yeah. you accept like the a leadership position yeah you literally have to you, just you accept the fact that you you have to take the reins when when no one else will right that's what being a leader is also how old are her kids like 10 nobody wants yeah. to see that band recital <laughs> they're not gonna be that good she's not missing out on much <laughs> they can literally just bring their violin home and like crash the strings Honestly, and that's probably i don't what remember it's gonna sound i don't remember like. any any freaking band recitals that i did that like i was really like like at the time i was like i want my parents to be there but now i'm like i don't care it's I'm, probably awful now i'm like i would have been so embarrassed <laughs> knowing what i know now so funny i remember like my high school did like a star wars like themed concert and people like straight up walked out <laughs> like oh, it was too bad that's so funny um but yeah like and rick is already like sacrificing he's being sort of a sourpuss about it yeah but i mean like he's he's already starting to sacrifice and is continuing to sacrifice like food happiness you know yeah. so that other people can be happy <laughs> like literally everything that gives you quality of life mm -hmm. for other people's survival and so they have a chance to like enjoy life a little mm -hmm. bit yeah and um speaking of rick i wanted to talk about like why he's just being such a jerk to Lori. like because because like Lori's trying to connect with him Lori's right. trying to like you know be there for him and rick is just pushing her away and then he blames it on that she made him kill yeah. His best friend, which I think is insane. I think um, I'm, that was all Shane. I was going to say, Shane made him kill him. If Shane would have just backed down and been chill, yeah. that wouldn't have happened. No. But Shane it, wasn't going to do that. No. Well, exactly. Like, I really think he's taking out probably his own frustrations at himself, and he's projecting on mm -hmm. Lori. Because he, yeah. he blames her for making him kill Shane, but I think he really just blames himself for killing him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm sure he's probably going over in his head, like, what could I have done differently? Like, is there something yeah. I could have said? Whatever. I mean, I'm sure he's going through as much as, like, Shane probably deserved it, because um, he was kind of a douche. Like, 
I'm sure, like, I mean, Rick and Shane were, like, pretty close, right? Like, they were... The yeah, partners? they were best friends. Yeah. They were partners oh, gosh. in the police force. Terrible. They were best friends. Terrible. Like, that's... I'm sure he just, is just projecting onto Lori. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Rick feels so much guilt for, like, not doing... Like, he did the best he could, but not doing enough, apparently, for yeah. Shane, you know? But, I mean, Shane made his own decisions, and Shane Shane messed up. Yeah. Shane... I mean, it it was interesting because, like, you even saw... I mean, like, you even saw, like... And, like, the, what I watched of the season recap or whatever, you even saw, like, Shane's resistance to, like, when he's talking with, like, Dr. Herschel or whatever. Um, like, he, he saw his resistance to, like, kill the um, the walkers that were, like, coming out of mm -hmm. the, the barn. Whereas, like... And so you see, like, how much he values, like, human life and people and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, he kills, obviously, the walkers out of necessity because they're not technically human anymore. But, like, mm -hmm. Shane has, like, no problem killing people, like, live people. Yeah. Like, to... To, to get like, what he wants. To get what he wants or cover and his to get, tracks. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I just like I think there's like a really stark difference, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like that is like why I think that's why Shane's or it's not Shane, Rick is probably like blaming Laurie. Also, she like porked his best friend, I would be like a little bit pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, she like thought he was dead, but still, still, I don't know if, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. Really? I think like there's some kind of bro. You don't code. think you could you don't think you could um like pork my ex husband's best friend? Depending on how hot he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Shane. Shane's... You think Shane's he's a hot dece. guy? He's decent. He's decent. He's, 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 he's such a good actor, though. Holy... <sighs> I... Yeah, I genuinely... John Bernthal. I'm actually gonna go watch the series now. I actually liked it. Cool. Um. Um. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you... What do you feel... What do you feel about bringing... Being pregnant? Bringing a baby into the world? I... Genuinely, that... That made me... Like, it made me think of The Quiet Place. Or A Quiet Place mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that... Like, obviously, she didn't try to get pregnant, I'm yeah. sure. But I think that, like, you should you should be taking it whatever steps you can to not bring a kid into, like, a literal apocalypse. Like, I think that it's, like, dangerous mm -hmm. for, like, you and the baby and everyone you're with. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of, like, selfish almost because, like, you want a baby. And, again, I don't I don't know. She probably doesn't want the baby in this situation. Well, there was, there was a moment where she asked Glenn to go get, uh, like, Plan B pills. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was going to, like, eat them, but then she couldn't, and she spat them out, and um, Rick found them, was really upset, and... Lori, yeah. I just I just think that, like, I mean, and I don't know exactly, like, because I didn't see that part, I think, but, like, like I don't even know what her motivations were, like, for spitting out the plan B, but, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that, like, if you don't have a safe place, number one, to have the baby, like, I mean, a lot of what they're doing is, like, they're trying to find somewhere safe, but they also have to find somewhere where she mm. can have a baby, which is, like, putting, like, literally all of them at risk. And that's also why Rick is, like, really pushing. Because she's, right. she's she's about to pop, you Yeah, know? she's, like, like, about to have she's, a baby. Yeah. He, that's why he's really pushing to find a safe place so that she could have that baby. You right. Know? Which, which I can understand that. I think, I think there, there's times that, and I, I sometimes get like this, where, like, I, I'll, like, put a lot of blame on something or someone mm -hmm. because everything is just going wrong. And I think... Um, I think that he's putting the blame on Lori because she got pregnant, um, and and she's the one that like slept with Shane, you know, and yeah, and I think I think he's just trying to fix this mess, and he feels like no one is like no one is doing as much as he is and trying to help fix it, especially Lori. Right. But I mean, she is pregnant, and well, yeah, too so much. Well, that's the thing is like he literally says that it's no longer a democracy. So mm -hmm. when he like steps up and takes like full control, mm -hmm. that's good. But like again, like we said, like there's a lot of, like, sacrifice and, like, extra work you do when you are the one making all the decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, although I do, I will say, like, that when they were trying to, uh, 
go, was it, they're trying to like, close the gate so yeah. they can, they can block off those. Like, I did admire, like, where it probably would have made the most sense for Glenn to go and try and shut it because he was, like, the fastest or whatever. Mm -hmm. I do, like, think that it's admirable and, again, leadership quality of Rick to be like, no, there's a better way to do this. I'll go. Because, like, when it comes down to it, he's the one putting himself at the most risk. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think Rick would rather have himself die, being the leader, than have anyone else die. Because right. as a leader, when whenever whenever someone gets hurt under you, or whenever someone gets, um, if you're a good leader, uh, right. if anyone gets hurt under you, or if like you you accidentally it, like if you're if you're like a military leader and you accidentally like make a call that kills your men right. or women, like it's uh, the the guilt that you feel. I imagine would be just horrible. Right. Horrible, horrible guilt. And I think I think because Rick is a good leader. He, he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, so he's willing to sacrifice himself so that no one else gets hurt under him. Right. Well, and like, like we're talking about with, like, Shane, he feels responsible for that, especially because, mm -hmm. I mean, I know him and Shane were kind of trying to, like, vie for leadership, but, like, at the end, like, he was the one who was the more sound person mm -hmm. making, you know, the sounder, like, the safer decisions and stuff, so I'm sure he feels that level of guilt, I mean, on top of, like, Shane being his best friend, Shane potentially being the father of his wife's child, mm -hmm. like, um... Like, I mean, I'm sure, like, that's, like, another level of guilt is, like, he's supposed to keep, um, you know, his, his group safe. And, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure that there's, like, worry of resentment. You don't want your, your group to resent you if you're making bad calls. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And your group will always resent you. Like, that's one, like, in leadership positions that I've had before, like, your group will always resent you for something because you can never make everyone happy, you know? Yeah. And, but his, his thing is, like, he wants everyone to be safe. And right. so he's willing to do whatever it takes to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it continues to be a, a downfall of his, is that he just wants everyone to be safe and wants everyone to be happy. But Right. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, Herschel was talking to Rick, and Herschel said something to Rick like, don't let fear take control of you. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought it was interesting, because as I was watching it, I didn't think Rick was feeling fearful. I, I thought he was just, he was just, you know, he was being, he was taking precautions, and he was wanting people to be safe. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because cause obviously Herschel, the wise old man in the group, right. saw that Rick was being fearful. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, again, I didn't necessarily, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't necessarily see, like, Rick being fearful, maybe in a way that, like, we typically would see mm -hmm. characters acting out of fear. But I think, like, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, the insistence on to keep pushing into, like, the prison, you know, because he was worried for his wife or worried for people's safety, maybe, like, I don't know, like, it could have been, like, you know, preemptive of them to try and just, like, keep pushing in, mm -hmm. um, without, like, having, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's, like, they didn't have, it's not like they didn't have a solid plan, but I think, you know, his insistence was, like, to keep going and keep going, and sometimes I think, like, when you're acting out of fear, it, you do start acting more impulsively, and, like, mm -hmm. we need to do this now, we need to do this now, and you, you don't take time to, like, think, mm -hmm. think things through. Yeah, and I think, I think when you're feeling really fearful, there's, like, two things that can happen, you either, like, you either, like, shut down and just, like, say, like, just say, I don't want to deal with it. Right. Or you either, like, go into hyper mode and you do everything you can. Yeah. Because, because I remember, I remember there was when, so when we were kicked out of our old place and we had to find a place to live in a uh -huh. month, um, for, uh, for, like, that first day, I, I, like, sort of shut down mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do anything, but then for the rest of the month, I just, like worked my ass off yeah and I just went into hyper mode where I was like looking at everywhere and anywhere to like try to find a place to live right and I, I went into I straight up like was working so hard I was so exhausted by the end of it but it was 
I, I think that I think that's what Rick is doing is he's just going into hyper mode. Yeah, he's I think afraid. I think it's like you know the fight, flight, or freeze kind mm -hmm. of thing, and I think like Rick is literally all fight, which again has its like pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know when you are in that hyper like overdrive kind of mode, like you're getting stuff done, you're like we need to do this, we need to do that, you know. But mm -hmm. again, it's like hard to for you to take a step back because you know you're so on edge, you have all this like adrenaline, you have all of this like things racing your mind like you sometimes don't realize that sometimes you need to take a step back and go mm -hmm. okay you know is this really what's best for us right now or there's something is there something we can do or should do before we go ahead with this or mm -hmm. um or stuff or you know like stuff like that i yeah. don't know and andrea is over there with michonne on the opposite side because she's sick right and she's just like i'm done Right. And Michonne's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I, like, that, I, as soon as Michonne came on and started, like, slicing those zombies, I was like, okay, Michonne's she's so, so badass. So badass. So cool. I was immediately invested. I was like, I don't know who she mm -hmm. is. And I was like, um, I was like, I hope she's, like, the person who we saw in, like, the end of season two or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, hoping that it was, and, like, then it yep. was her, and I was, like, sick. She's so cool. And I feel like, because everything I, like, have seen about Andrea, like, I don't know. She's kind of... I hate Andrea. Yeah, she seems like she's kind of the worst, so I think that, like... <laughs> seems like she's, you know, kind Seems of like the worst. she's, like, a, you know, the worst. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, like, Michonne is a good, like, foil for her. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, again, I'll have to watch the rest of the season. But, like, just the way that she, Andrea's like, nah, I'm done. Leave without me. And she's like, no. That's <laughs> not interesting that happen. you say that, because they're, they are sort of foils for each other this entire next season. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it continues? Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I'll have to watch it, because I really, really like her character. And in the comics, too. Um, especially for that the well this next bit when they meet the governor and they meet um this other group this woodbury group mm -hmm. uh they become foils for each other okay uh, for sure so yeah it's cool yeah i'm i'm really intrigued by her and and yeah, that i can't wait to see and talk more about her but um i think i went through everything do do you have anything else you wanted to talk about or say um i don't know I mean, I would say, like, the only other thing, and, I mean, this is something, it's not new or, like, specific to The Walking Dead, but every time I, like, watch this, again, I think of, like, what I do in that situation, and, like, I don't, mm -hmm. I mean, number one, like, the amount of, like, brute force it takes to kill the zombies is a lot. Like, you have to literally, like, shoot them in the head or stab them or cut off their head and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, like, and even, like, just when you stab something, the muscles constrict around the blade. Right. And it, it's so hard to pull out. Right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop this right now. <laughs> We're done. End the podcast. Um, uh, anyway. anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um, <laughs> shut up. <We> are so. <laughs> God oh, damn it! You should have seen that one coming. Um. Anyway, no, but I just like think that, and again, this is also something that I brought up when I was like talking with Jake about it earlier. Um. Is that like. I don't know how long it would take me where I could not see the zombies as humans or I could just see them as, like, obstacles, um, you know, or an enemy to do what needs to be done, like, kill them for my safety. I think, like, damn my empathy, but I think that would get me killed. I think I'd be like, mm. no, like, daddy, I can save him, and then he, like, kills me, you know? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> <It's> like, about? <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, no, I can change him, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was directly I... referencing a TikTok. <laughs> okay. It's like, no, but daddy, I can change him, and he, <laughs> never mind. Um... Yeah, I think it would be instantaneous for me. I yeah. think if I saw, like, if zombies existed and I knew there were zombies, I could be instantaneous, like, they're not humans. See, for me, bang, bang, bang. Maybe, it's, maybe it's because my first introduction to zombies was watching Warm Bodies when the only thing that, like, mm, saved zombies was love. Was love, yeah. Like, and they're, like, changed back. I think I'd be like, no, what if we just gave them a big hug? And, like, boom, like, bit mm -hmm. right on the throat. Actually, later on this season, uh, or, no, it's this season, later on this season, there's two girls that mm -hmm. join them, and they like they like think that they're still humans, 
and they it risks everyone's life but yeah yeah see the, i mean and that's like again like survival wise it's such a bad uh i mean obviously it's like a bad way of thinking but like just like seeing seeing them like especially in the courtyard like how like swift and like obvious obviously merciless they have to be with this you know to protect themselves and each mm -hmm. other like they have to act so fast mm -hmm. and i mean obviously like when you've been in the zombie apocalypse you're killing countless zombies to stay alive yeah. and they're not humans mm -hmm. but like i still think it would weigh on my conscience i still think i'd like even if i were able to kill zombies i think i'd like count and remember because i think it would like weigh on me mm -hmm. because they were once people yeah well like i mean even in the zombie apocalypse eventually you have to kill humans too Right. I mean, yeah, like, and we like, see that in, like, yeah. the, because, I mean, other humans start risking your ability for survival in mm -hmm. such, like, an imminent and, like, real way. Like, you, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think I wouldn't have the guts. I think I'd be a, I don't know, maybe I would, like, get pregnant or something and be like, oh, I can't kill the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Protect my child. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would take me too long to, like, come to terms with the fact that I'd have to, like, chop off somebody's head mm. and see a lot of blood. Yeah. I don't know if I'd do well. I get my head chopped off. You in, would get your... Bath. Oh. Yeah, no, that was really hard. I was like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> you, you don't think you could do that? No, I don't think I could get my head chopped off or watch Macbeth again. Damn. <laughs> That's harsh. Guess I'm not seeing Spongebob the musical. Well, Sad I can day. promise you that there are no beheadings in Spongebob the musical. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? All right, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. I think I... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Alright, well, we will be back after a short musical interlude with a moral dilemma. <laughs> Keely, here's your moral dilemma. Okay. We already kind of talked about this. You actually mentioned this at the very start of the episode. Okay. But do you think, and at the very end, do you think you would be able to chop off someone's leg to save their life? Oh, man. Like, okay. I think that I could do it. Mm -hmm. I think I could do it eventually. But that's the problem. It's like, in those situations. You're like hyping yourself up. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, whew, we got He's this. He's already like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're like, like dude, <laughs> you were hyping yourself up in the corner for 10 minutes. Like giving myself a pep yeah. talk. He's slowly dying. Like, I like worry. I think that like, I like, I am an indecisive person. So I, I worry that it would take me too long to do what needed to be done, mm. which is why I think I would be a bad leader is because I see that, you know, I see like the infection. I think I just kind of like at first be like, oh my God, what do we do? And then like, be like, weigh the pros and cons of like, okay, keep him alive. Let him be a zombie, kill him, kill him right now, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily a good option. But then I think that, like, especially if I was the one making the decisions, like, obviously, like Rick is, I mm -hmm. would have to be the person to execute that, whatever yeah. it is. Because, I mean, again, that's, like, part of your role. I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to do it in time. I think it'd take mm -hmm. me too long. I think, I think for me, it would just have to be, like, a switch. Like, you know, you talk about, like, just, like, a switch that you turn on and off. Right. Of, like, humanity. But I get so queasy. I don't know, like, because... It doesn't take one swing to cut off no, a leg with a hatchet. No, he was hacking. He was hacking at it. And I, I think Ooh. I think I would, like, i like, flip the switch, and then i take, like, one swing. And then you'd be like, and oh, my gosh. Like, and, then, and then I would have to, like, take a minute, Ooh. and then, like, flip it again. Yeah. And then just, like, 
press on, you know, but dude, I don't know. My, I'm so queasy, man. My brother one time chopped his leg open with a hatchet. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he was trying, and his friends were like cutting wood in the backyard. Uh -huh. He goes, swings, misses, like goes into his leg. Oh, jeez. And then he didn't even realize it because no. it's such like blunt force and it went so deep. It was like his body went into shock. He didn't know. So he swung it back up and his friend goes, dude, dude, stop. And he's like, what? He's like, dude, your leg. And he like looks down and he like, all he can see is like, Mm -mm, mm -mm. muscle blood. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm out. It was, and I saw it, because so, like, I got the call, and so she's like, hey, is your mom there? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, well, you need to come over, keep your brother calm. Mm. I'm going to call your mom. She's got to come over. So I go, and, like, um, literally, I mean, I, I mean, I never saw it, like, face-to-face, -face, like, what it looked like, but I think even just, like, that situation, I was like, mm-mm. I don't know mm -mm. what it is, but, like, axe wounds just make me squirm. It's bad. Um, my brother still has your brother, he still has his leg? Yeah, they said he was super, super lucky because like one inch further, it would have like done nerve damage. They would have he wouldn't have been able to walk again. Um, like we, the nurse who like fit, like worked on him or whatever, ended up like moving into my family's like ward neighborhood like years later. And she's like, she saw my brother walking. She's like, dude, I was so scared you weren't gonna walk again. Like she's like, Dang. genuinely, we were concerned. Um, anyway, but yeah, That's I think insane. hatchet wounds. Like oh, man. injuries, like axe murderer. Oh, it's man. so gross. So like I, I, have to do that. Because it's just so heavy. It's just so like heavy, oh, and it's gosh. just like the thunk. Like the thud. You know? <gasps> yeah, yeah. That I was so hard like, for me. I I can't handle it more than like, like stabbing is a little is a little queasy for me. Yeah. Like stab wounds are a little queasy for me, and like gunshot wounds they're not they're not too right, bad for me. Right. But like it's the thunk. It's the it's freaking like so thunk dull of the axe. Like, yeah. One. Well, I mean, like. I mean, it's lucky that they had an axe. Like, if they just went in there with, like, guns and knives, like... That becomes Rick's axe for, like, most of the rest of the series. The one he that he chopped it. off? Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, it's good it that they a had it. thing when Negan comes into the picture. Is Negan the guy who was in Supernatural? Yeah. Oh, and he's my favorite villain of all time. Oh, he's a villain? Mm -hmm. Ooh. He's, yeah. I'm excited. I've never had any serious injuries that involved blood, mm -hmm. um, but I've had a lot of siblings who have, like gotten injured and like had a lot of blood and stuff and like I feel like I've stayed re relatively really calm in those situations but I also wasn't the one like smacking their head open or like you know so if I had to like yeah s like hack at someone's uh, leg I don't know I don't know if I could do it I, I think I could I could I could delegate I'd be like hey Zach cut off his leg <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like yo, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I think I could do it I think I could do it I I think if I if I just like took a breath and just like close shut down. Not close my <laughs> eyes. I like get him in the chest. <laughs> like, did I get it? <laughs> I'm like, did I do it? <laughs> He's dying. Damn it. Damn. No, I if I do, if I could just take a moment and just like breathe. Yeah. Like one second and then I, I'd be able to do it. Yeah. I'd be able to flip the switch. Okay. You know? Well that's good to know. If we're in a zombie apocalypse, I will be the how leader. Do you, how do you know you'll be the leader? But I'll delegate. What do you mean you'll be the leader? Because I'm a good delegator. That's why I'd be the leader. Also, I talk the loudest. Did you just say that you'd be a good leader? <laughs> um I don't know, play the tapes back. <laughs> maybe I did. Um, I think I'm a great delegator, so maybe I'll be, like, assistant. Assistant, mm, assistant leader, leader of the zombie I, apocalypse I, I group. I actually think I would be a good, like, assistant leader. Like, sub-alpha, yeah. you know? <laughs> sub-alpha? <laughs> like, I feel like I'd be I'd be a good, like, um... Uh, what is it? Like... I'd be, like, a good Glenn and Herschel to Rick. Yeah. Or... So, okay, so out of, like, you, me, Brendan, Jacob, who would, would... Would Jacob be Rick, then? I think Jacob would be Rick, for sure. Who would, who would Brendan be? You'd be Glenn. Glenn? You'd be the, nice. the Aaron boy. The Aaron boy. <laughs> Who would I be then? If I you say Andrea, I'm gonna... No, you wouldn't be Andrea. Um, probably like a Maggie. Yeah. I like. I think Maggie's my favorite character, like, side character she's so good. far that I've watched. Like, mm. she's she's pretty, like, she's pretty badass and, like, I don't know. I, I haven't seen, like, too much of her yet, but, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, or I'd be Carol. I like Carol. 
I hate Carol. I, I love... like her now, but I hate her later on. Oh, does she get worse? She, she gets worse. Oh, damn. Well, I, I would be se season three, episode one, Carol. That's who I'd be. Yeah. Yeah. She's weak sauce in the beginning, but, I mean, no fault to her own. She's an abusive husband. I was gonna say, yeah, she's the one who had the abusive husband that mm -hmm. got, like, bit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She does better. She gets better. Yeah. And then she gets worse. Or maybe I'd be... No. I can see Brendan also being a Daryl. A Daryl? Yeah. yeah, the antisocial one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Um, Brendan's gonna be in the next episode, so they'll oh, meet sick. him. They'll meet him. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. All right, well, um, I think that's good. Yeah. It's a solid episode. That's um, me, like, wiping my wiping, hands off. Wiping the hands, wiping Did the blood off. Did a good job the blood off. wiping the blood off. We done good. All right, we chopped off the leg. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. See you later. Talk to you later. Peace Hear out. me later. Okay. <laughs> Stay good. Be kind. All that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Also, feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feeddon'teatyourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow 410 Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Eat Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.